Good morning. Good morning, Teach Better family. Welcome to your Tuesday Daily Drop-In. We are live every day, Monday through Friday, on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, and LinkedIn. I didn't say there was an order. Ray's going to yell at me. I hope she's asleep. <laughs> but we're here. We're excited. We have a very, very special guest here today uh, who we just announced uh, last week as one of the very first uh, announced feature speakers for our 2022 Teach Better Conference. So Jed is here with us, hanging out this morning. We've got We're going to talk about his books, maybe a new upcoming book. Uh, we're going to talk about a good news story. We're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. We're going to have a good time. So grab whatever you're drinking this morning, whether it's coffee, tea, milk, hot chocolate, bourbon, whatever. Depends on the day. <laughs> uh, and hang out with us. We'll be back here in about uh, 27 seconds. <laughs> Welcome back to Daily Drop, and we are here live with Mr. Jed Derryberry. Jed, good yes. morning, my friend. How are go. you? I'm so good to see you, man. I'm glad to be here. It's so um, good to have you here. Uh, yeah. Before we came yeah. live, we were talking about how we both kind of do the same thing. We got up plenty early, but then yeah. we got a little too relaxed, and then it's like, <laughs> oh, no, I got to get ready really quick. Yeah. So I'm glad that I, you and I are on the same page, mm -hmm. even if it's not the page we're supposed to be on yet. Yeah, that's, that's, exactly, what, that's exactly what happened to me this morning. I got up in plenty of time. I was fully oh. dressed and ready at like 20 till seven. Um, and I got distracted with some emails and some things like that. I haven't even made uh, my morning beverage yet. You said something about bourbon. I, I mean, I thought that it's would be a, the quick, quick and easy one. That would be it's the quickest thing. Just run in there and get it, get a shot right quick. Um, yeah. <laughs> wakes you up in the morning. Yeah. It sounds like Do a you don't have your coffee or nothing right now? No, I didn't. No. Listen, I, went, Jet, I, I can play a longer video. <laughs> Like, we can make this happen, my friend. It's fine. I'm not a I'm not a coffee drinker. Um, okay. Are you so a tea I guy? Do, you do tea? I'm a tea guy. I do okay. like a latte, um, but obviously I don't make I don't make a latte at home. Um, you I'm get one sleep. of those. Uh, Ray's got like a yeah. I need I need a whole I need the whole setup. I, that's what I need. But um, I'd love one of those. I just don't have the space where we do our coffee. That's not yeah, big enough. I don't. That, so. I that's the thing. I don't like things on the counter. At my oh, house, okay. it just drives me crazy. Um, I mean, obviously, we have things on the counter because that's sure. how life is. But yeah, I don't want I don't want another thing on the counter. You mm. know, like we have the we have the Keurig, we have a regular coffee maker, we have our toaster oven. Um, so what if you <laughs> just 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 you put it on the counter, but then build a cabinet around it? And it's now, not on the counter; it's in a cabinet. That that, point, that right? sounds like I mean... a wonderful plan. You know, that that sounds like a great plan. I think that next that seems... the next house. We've been in this house for a long time. Okay. Um, sixteen years. Uh, wow. just This past December, so um, maybe soon we'll be looking at a, a the next step. We'll see what happens, and I'll I'll have a built-in latte, built -in latte machine. maker. That's, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. gonna be a requirement. That's gonna be a tough yeah. one for your real estate agent to find. I know. I know. Uh, I know. <laughs> but no, no. I am a tea drinker. I love okay. tea. Um, I'm a big fan of tea vana teas, but I'm also okay. I love a loose leaf tea as well. Um, we have a really great tea shop here in Spartanburg where I live. Um. Where you can go and get all kinds of loose leaf and yeah, I'm a big fan of tea. That's awesome. That's how you, I forget. I always forget that you're in Spartanburg. Yeah, my brother lived in Spartanburg for a while, and you know my brother. Yeah, you I met do. him, but you do no. know him. You met him. That's not no, we, him, right? We, yeah, we met here in Spartanburg. Oh, we met yeah, in Spartanburg. yeah. Okay. He was working for um, the.
the University USC. of South Carolina Upstate at the time. And I actually met him before I met you. I know. Um, it was a, and then, I think, and I then think when, he directed us to each other at some he point. He did. One day he randomly just said, hey, you know, my brother's in education. He's a, And I remember, Paul, he was like, he's on the Twitters. He's on the Twitters. Oh, I hope he's not watching. He's probably I hope lot. he is. God, he's doing CrossFit right you, now. He's not watching. Jeff, Jeff I'm going to say this, too, because you need to – it's always good when somebody talks about your siblings. I love your brother so much. Um, he was just – he's just played a huge part of my life, and I I talk about him a lot, and um, I miss him so bad since he's moved away. Uh, yeah. We chat every now and then. We, ch- we chat about books a lot because he's a reader and I'm a reader. and. Mm-hmm. Um, but I miss him immensely, and uh, I'm just glad that he connected us so I could have one more Gargus in my life. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> he's, and he's not too far. He's a couple. He's a few. He's yeah, like just. He's just far enough where you gotta like plan it. You know? Yeah. Like it's, it's, it so it from where I so. live to to him is about three hours. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely Atlanta. it's definitely doable, but it's just one of those things where you have to, um, you know, you have to make a plan. You can't just show up yeah. on a Tuesday night for dinner. No, and his work schedule right now, I mean, his work schedule <laughs> is insane. He's yeah. at Great Memorial. His work schedule yes. is crazy. Uh, yep. And then you add in the pandemic, it's even crazier. So, yep. um, yes, I'm super glad that he did it. Paul, if you're watching, um, how was your CrossFit today? So he's been super into CrossFit. So we joke about all yes, the time. He, he is. is. He is yeah. really, he's doing awesome with that. It's amazing. Um, so with all that said. Um, let's back it up a little bit because I know you quite a bit. I know quite a bit about you, but there might be some people watching that don't know who you are, that haven't met <laughs> with you, um, and are, are getting their first little introduction to to Jed this morning. So, can you give us a quick who is Jed? Yeah, well, you know, I'm 43 <laughs> years old. I'll be 44 in April, and I'm still figuring that out a little bit every day. Who is Jed? Um, so uh, uh, historically, Jed has been an educator uh, uh, for 20 something years now, 20 years. I started in 2001 um, and um, I taught first and second grade for most of that time for 13 years. And about year 10 of that, I started putting my toe into the um, higher ed world um, as an adjunct professor. Um, and I found that I really, really loved training the next generation of teachers. I thought that was a, a, a great uh, fit for me. I loved it. Um, I always thought that I wanted to spend my entire career working with the littles. I, lo- I love first first grade was in second grade. It was just the best. I love those kids. Um, now, most of them are starting to be grown up. So it's weird <laughs> uh, to call them kids anymore. Um I am a. I call myself a grand teacher because some of my kids have ha- had kids now, so uh, I'm officially a grand teacher. <laughs> um, but yeah, also around year ten, I started getting into the world of professional development and also training teachers. Um, I worked at a school that was called an ABC school, Arts and Basic Curriculum. Um, it's a program we have here in South Carolina for um, schools that want to integrate the arts into their regular curriculum. You can apply for a grant and become one of these schools and, um, you get all this training and how to integrate the arts and, and I'm artsy. I've always been an arts person. Um, I was in the band, played trumpet and piano. Um, I play, I performed in musicals with the trumpet. Uh, as you can see behind me, I'm also a I love to make and create. I'm not, a, I'm not that I'm not like Picasso or any kind of really great artist. <laughs> But I love to make stuff. I'm gonna spin you around here in my office. You can see, oh my gosh, see over so here. Yeah. So these are some paintings that I've made. I mean, I know they're not the greatest, but 
Um, I sketch something out and I, I like to paint it. I don't know. That, is that is that just a whole bunch of pencil holders? What are those? Oh my gosh! We uh, yeah, my office is not even in any kind of shape to be given a show like now. But <laughs> hey, you you turned the camera. I, know, I, know, I did. I did. I did. So I'll hold on. Let me get one. Let me hold on. I'll show you what it is. <laughs> Getting a tour right now, folks. So when the pandemic first started, um, I turned into my grandma and I started saving every book. Every empty butter dish and Cool Whip dish and tin can there was because I didn't know if we were about to slide into the abyss, you know, mm-hmm. back when all this started, you know, none of us knew what was coming. And so I saved all the tin cans that I had and then I wrapped them in colored tape. Okay. Oh, this is nice. just a tin can. And just I wrapped tin can. it. Okay. Yeah. And I wrapped it in colored tape. And what you see there, as I, I, I do have a pretty, pretty, uh, exhaustive pin collection here i guess you would say i've got all <laughs> the pens, I think the, those look to be all full so there's a lot of pens and yeah they are all full pens. they're they're definitely all full I, um yeah i i love markers i love pens i'm a doodler um sure. i love always to get around yeah and so i always have those and my nieces uh, obviously love this room because they come in here and it's like their their art classroom at school or whatnot but um yeah, so that's what that is. So that's 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 Jed. You saw that you saw Jed here. You asked who Jed was. Um, I didn't show you all of Jed here. Let me give you one more shot because this is important too. Uh, look who's in my look who's there here. They there they are. <laughs> there My corner. um my my wife literally yesterday <laughs> just got a, a sweatshirt. It's a white sweatshirt, yeah. and the print is in Betty White's favorite color. I can't remember what it's uh, called. Uh-huh. And on the front it says, Thank you for being a friend. Love and on it. the back it says be like Betty. I love that. I love that. Super cool. Super Um, cool sweatshirt. So uh, this has nothing to do with education, but um, in April, at the end of April, there's going to be a um, Golden Girls Con, like Golden Girls Conference, like Comic Con. Yes, in Chicago. I'm going. I'm going. Are you? Are you like cosplaying? (laughs) Well, I don't know. I'm trying to decide if. And is Paul going with you? Paul is not going. I need to, he I need should to hit him be up going. and see if he's my going. My brother loves Golden Girls. Yeah, I'm obsessed. And um, I asked for that for my birthday. My, my birthday is April 10th. And um, so I just said to Matt and my family, I said, look, here is what I want for my for my birthday. I what Y'all pay whatever you can and whatever you can't, I'll pay for the rest. And they they covered it for me. So wow, I'm going. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. That's I'm really... Where's that? At? Where's that? At you said? It's in Chicago. It's in Chicago. actually okay. it's going to be on Na- at Navy Pier. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, that's yeah. That's nice. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Um, All right. So so we just got a lot of Jed. What we didn't <laughs> yeah. touch on yet is you're also a little bit of an author. Yes, I, I, uh, it's, I didn't mention that. I two books out right now, The Playful Classroom and The Courageous mm-hmm. Classroom. Can yep. you can you take us through those? Those two two different <clears> books. Um. Kind of, I'd love to hear both about both of them, but also yeah. sort of your journey to, to writing the, you know, playful was the first one, yeah, correct, yeah, yes, it so, was. So sort of your journey to writing that and how that went, and then what that's about, and then kind of maybe then take us to courageous. Yeah, so the journey to writing was, uh, it was a long one. I think that I've, uh, my professional development work, leading professional development, came way before the book, um, and and people started saying, hey, when are you going to write a book so we can like take you with us when we're not here and. And I hadn't really thought about it. I had some people in my life who, when I told them I was writing a book, they said, you're not a writer. Um, and, you know, now I'm on the cusp of the third book. So I, I guess I am a writer because they're, they're out there. Um, but I met up with my friend, Julie Jones, Dr. Julie Jones from Converse. 
And she was very much a like-minded uh, person. We both um, love teaching. We love making it fun. We love making it meaningful, relevant, and engaging. And um, we knew that a lot of our profession did not do that. It was uh, let's stick to the scope and sequence. Let's plow through. We're going to mm -hmm. use worksheets. Um, and not that they shouldn't stick with the scope and sequence, but there's, you know, when you have more allegiance to the scope and sequence than you do your students, something's wrong there. Um, and so, you know, sometimes you might need to slow down. You might need to go backwards instead of forwards because going backwards propels you forward. And then you, you skip over where you thought you would be because you went back. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, it does make um, sense. And so anyway, she and I were very like minded. We started writing the book. We sent it to some um, publishers. We got rejected. We sent it again. We got rejected again. Um, and, you know, whatever reason it played out the way that it did. It took us about four years to get that first book out, The Playful Classroom. So because so I want to stop you because I think this is really important for people to hear because there's a lot of people that watch that are, are thinking about the idea of maybe writing a book. Maybe they've mm -hmm. already started writing. They're really thinking. And there's two big things you just said there. There's one, you got rejected multiple times. Two, that it was a four-year process of writing a book yeah. to get it out. So like, I think it's really important for people to hear that, you know, sometimes they see and they say, oh, Jed's written two books. He's writing a third one. It's just... <laughs> You know, that they think, oh, only Judd can do it. Or they think they might look at that and think, oh, my, this this is easy. And I think yeah. there's two things. I don't want you to go into it thinking it's easy. Get the rejection, get the the the, the time frame taking too long and, it, and defeat you when you don't do it. But I also don't want you to look at Judd and think, oh, he just breezed through it. It took a lot of work and effort. And I think that's really important for people to to recognize those two points that you got rejected a bunch. The first person you sent it to didn't love it and say, let's do it. And it took you a while to do it. I just think that's really important for people to hear um, because that's, that's part of it, right? It's tough. And yeah. once you get that and you got to go after it. So clearly you were very passionate. You were ready to fight for that book. Yeah. And so you put it in. So mm -hmm. I, I just want to jump in because you said those two, and I really want to pull those two points out, but yeah, continue on with the story, my friend. Well, it, I'm glad you did because it, if anybody thinks that it is easy, it, it was not an easy process. Um, the rejections, they didn't hurt as much as they made me frustrated um, and sometimes I'll be honest, a little bit angry because I saw some of the publishers producing books that were on our very topic um, mm -hmm. with other authors. Um, and some of the books were not as in depth that as ours. And I was like, man, what, why, why were we rejected? And now that I look back on it, I think it was because we were, the universe was holding us back uh, waiting for just the right moment to be with just the right publisher. We, we, mm. we love, we love Amy Fondre, who is the, um, our connection at Josie Bass. We love her. And um, she is the one that I credit for my second book. Um, I was not ready to write a second book. I was minding my business in a swimming pool in the middle of June, um, 2020, um, really celebrating the release. I said, June, July, um, celebrating the release of the playful classroom when she called and said, Hey, we've got an, a, a, a psychiatrist, Dr. Janet Taylor, who lives in Florida who is wanting to write a book about fear and trauma and its effect on learning. Um, she needs a teacher voice in this book. Um, are you interested in being a part of it? And, and I was, that part, I guess was easy because they came and asked me, but yeah. the writing, the writing of that book was, was very difficult because I've never met Janet. I've never met her in person. We wrote the whole thing online um, on a Google doc. We would meet up and um, it, it took, took a while that was in july and then the, we had to turn the book in by J uh, january so i went from not ever meeting a person knowing a person's name in june 
to July, I'm suddenly writing a book with her and it's due January the 2nd. Um, so nuts. yeah, it was nuts. Um, the books are, they, they're very much, um, uh, companion books, I think, although that one was written first, the playful classroom. If I, if I could have switched the order, I would have written the courageous classroom first because I think play and the power of play can help heal trauma and create the courageous mm. classroom um and if you read the two together the courageous classroom the answer for that is the playful classroom but they just came out in reverse order gotcha um, oh yeah and i see Bree is in the comments and i know she is just loving your talk around play so Bree's the author of play yay so she's loving okay. this conversation yeah. right now so so you, you we alluded to it earlier you're in the process of the third book now yeah Tell me, okay, so so one's out, the other one's out. They came to you for this one. How did this one come about? And then kind of take us into like what you can and cannot share. I don't want yeah, to do it well, all the way, but so so I can share a lot. Um, the title is called "The Playful Life," um, and it is all about um, bringing those concepts from the playful classroom that we wanted teachers to um, use utilize for with students. Mm -hmm. Just bringing that into your own life because the power of play. Um, it, it, what it does for our brain, the way that it releases these neurotransmitters um, is just, it, I don't know why we're not focusing more on that. Um, in our society, we have posted, uh, uh, focused on, you know, keeping your nose to the grindstone, work hard, keep working, mm -hmm. keep pushing, keep pushing. No, stop pushing, go outside for a run, uh, create some art, read a book. Um, when you walk away from the grind, for a little bit, the, the way that play rejuvenates you is just amazing. Um, in our research, we I've learned all kinds of uh, neurotransmitter brain chemicals, if you will, um, that and and their function. And my favorite one, um, everybody loves to talk about serotonin, right? We know mm -hmm. what serotonin is. Yep. We've heard about it. it. Makes you feel good. Mm -hmm. You know what else serotonin does for you, Jeff? <laughs> no, I don't. I know it, that it makes you feel good. It, it helps you poop. Yes. <laughs> It aids, it, it aids in the digestive process. And, and, and the better your serotonin levels are, the more regular you are. And who isn't happy when they're regular? I'm just telling you. <laughs> that, yes. is not, that is not where I thought you were going to take us. But I'm no, no, look. Hey, it's playful. Look, I'm going to always take I, the hey, conversation. I love it. I'm always going to take it to where there's a laugh. I, I, you know what I'm listening to right now? I'm, I'm listening to Will Smith's autobiography. Oh, I'm, and he, I'm, I'm just getting ready to start it. I have oh the, my the book here. Do you have, so I have a copy of the book, but I, I downloaded the audio book because he reads it. And is I'm it telling him? You, oh, I might go Jeff, that route. I might Jeff, go that I'm route. telling you, it is a production. Like there's parts where he talks about his music, where he sings. You, you don't get that in the Ooh, paper book, you know, yeah, he sings. Route. There's this part where he talks about growing up in church and there's this uh, black gospel choir that comes in in the background while he's reading, I mean, it is wow. amazing. I love I it. It's safe to say um, you sold me on the audiobook. Yeah, I just got to the part where um, Quincy Jones asked him to audition for the role of Fresh Prince um, at, at Quincy Jones' birthday party um, after the Soul Train Awards when he had just got a Lifetime Achievement Award and then they made it a, a after party birthday party. And Quincy mm -hmm. Jones asked him to audition right in front of everybody. And Will was. At that time, Will was like, he had risen to fame and then kind of fallen back. Well, you'll mm -hmm. see when you read the book. And, but anyway, all throughout the book, he's he talks about the power of laughter and how it puts us at ease. And, and what laughter is, it's play. When we're laughing, we're playing. 
Yeah. And um, wow. and so the book, The Playful Life, is it's a book for everybody. I know this is a, a daily drop in for teachers and mostly teachers and educators watch this. But this book is for everybody. It is for the barista at your coffee shop. It is for your lawyer. It is for your doctor. It is for the 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 mother uh, who stays at home with her three kids or the father that stay, stays at home with the kids. It's for anybody because the power of play is for all of us. And when those chemicals are released into our body, it not only changes you, but it changes the people around you. It changes your community and there's science and, and research that supports all of it. Um, but yet we live in this world where, you know, oh, we've got to be grown up. We've got to mm-hmm. have our, our we got to be dignified. We, we can't let loose. And it, it, I, we're not made to be that way. We're not designed to be that way. Humanity has built these constructs and put us in this box. And um, we need to bust out of it. We, mm. I, You hear people say, think outside the box. I don't like people to think outside the box. I just want to destroy the box altogether. Just get rid of it. Oh, I love that. I love yeah. that. And you sold Brie. Brie, just so you yeah. know, it's, literally, it's just called Will. Like, that's the, yeah. I'm sure it'll come up if you type. Well, I'm sure it's a gore, and it's a gorgeous cover, too. I need to look and see who did the artwork. It's gorgeous. Um. So... When's that book come out? What's the what's the timeline right now? Um, so our manuscript is due March first. So if anybody okay, emails, so if anybody if anybody emails me in the next three weeks, I am not <laughs> replying. It's not that I don't love you. I just am consumed. Julie and I are writing this one. I'm back to Ju- so I went. Ju- me and Julie wrote the first one. Then I wrote with Janet. Then went with Janet, and now I'm back to Julie. Um, so we literally Sunday morning we were up before the sun came up, um, and. The only coffee shop around that's open at that time was Starbucks. So we we wrote for six hours Sunday. Um, wow! And we are getting we're getting very close to being finished. We got about nineteen thousand words left ish that we are uh, expecting. The book will be out hopefully um, by Halloween. That's the target date to have a book out by Halloween. So it could be. So- so Ready not quite by the not quite for the conference, but maybe some pre-orders possibly by the conference. Definitely, maybe? we okay. will definitely be definitely be having pre-orders okay. by the conference, um, which will be really exciting. I, speaking of the conference, Jeff, I'm I'm just thrilled to be there and and be a part of this. I have I have watched y'all's work from you know from the outside you know for a while, um, and I remember the first time when I chatted with Ray. Ray was like fangirling that she was talking to me, and I was like, "Well, I'm fangirling right back." <laughs> Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> she so, was like, she couldn't, she didn't realize that I that I knew you through my brother and that we'd been connected. Yeah. And she's like, "Are you kidding me? Like, I, you know, I follow him and I love him." Da da da. I'm like, "Oh, yeah. this is great." Yeah, I was. So. I'm really excited to to be there and, and meet all you guys in person and and just be a part of the event. Um, and I will tell you, I, I have a little map where I keep track of what states I've done work in, and I've not done any official teaching work in Ohio, so I'm checking that one off. This the is going to count. We're bringing mm-hmm. in. Uh, it's going to be exciting. Um, if you don't know already, if you're watching, uh, Teach Better Conference 2022 is October 14th, 15th in Akron, Ohio. TeachBetterConference.com is where you go for all that. If you want to come out and hang out with Jed, you should go now and register because you get $100 off. That changes yep. on March 1st. So registration goes up 100 bucks. And uh, also, uh, proposals open on March 1st. If you want to come and try and speak with, with Jed and be one of the speakers, that's open up in March as well. Uh, so TeachBetterConference.com for all of that there. Jen, we're super excited to have you out. Like we're, I mean, we've got a heck of a lineup right now. Um, yeah. Uh, we announced you and Alexis, which is great. Alexis is, I don't know if you watched last night. She was live with Ray. I have not Brilliant. watched it yet. Oh, uh, we're, we're super excited. Uh, we're excited for the next, you know, 13 weeks now announcing uh, several speakers uh, going, but we're really excited to have you out and just, 
I mean, I'm excited for you to speak, but I'm more excited to just like hang out. Yeah, like, I, if, I'm, yeah. if I'm being honest right now, yeah. like, that's <laughs> that's really what I'm looking forward to. Like, yeah, like I'll listen too. to you talk, Jed, but like, <laughs> me too. I, look, you it's know what? We're we're excited about the play that is going to happen. We know it's going to be playful, and part of that play is going to be is, multiple yeah. selfies that we're sending yeah. to my brother, making fun yeah. of the fact that he's not there. And I know, so, like, that's going to be entertaining. I'm going to start I'm going to start texting him now and say you need to make sure you're up there. At least him, for yeah, day. he needs to come up. He can come visit mom and dad. It's not far from mom and dad and then there you hang go. out. It's it's going to be good. So, um so I want to transition really quick cuz I just want to get into talking a little bit about the theme of this week that we're going to uh so we're going to jump into that real quick. So, we'll be right back with Jed. All right, welcome back to our Daily Drop, and we're live Monday through Friday every day at 7 a.m. Eastern Time on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and LinkedIn. I've got our special guest, Jed uh, Derryberry Hero, who we were just talking about the conference in October and how you're going to be there and how you have books out and you're working on a book that's not quite going to be ready for a conference. We're going to have pre-orders. I'm holding you to that part. But now I want to dive into, and, and you've kind of, there's been pieces of what we talked about that kind of that really connect well with our theme for this week. So our theme for this week is loving what you do and doing what you love. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, Jed's perfect for this. Like <laughs> when you talk about the things that you do, whether it was your, you know, your time in the classroom with the littles or, or now working with uh, the next wave of educators or doing the professional development or writing and talking with people about your book and sharing those messages. Like Ray always used the word uh, on the podcast, like you can, you can feel the energy like seeping out of you and you really can't like, you can just feel it from you. So, when I say that phrase of like, love what you do and do what you love, mm. what what's the, how does your brain kind of take that? And how do you think through that about this idea of, of, of finding something that you actually love doing and, and being and enjoying the work that you do every day? Well, I, I first of all, I just want to make it clear that if anybody hasn't, can't tell already, I do love what I do. I love um, working with teachers. I love working with uh, students who are going to be teachers. Um, I love working with little people. I I I, I like people, uh, for the most part. Um, sometimes <laughs> sometimes sometimes people can get on our nerves, right? I know that. I know that. Um, but I love interacting with people who want to, who who do love what they do and want to make it better. Um, I know that every day when I wake up, I have an opportunity to be better than I was the day before. Um, I don't always do that. Sometimes I, I lay on the couch and, and waste my whole day on the phone, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I say waste, going back to what I said earlier, sometimes that is very much needed, you know, yeah. those days to, for your brain. So I don't, I, I shouldn't have called it a waste. Um, in my brain who, that is very productive sometimes thinks that that's a waste, but I have to talk to myself. That's the box that I put myself back in. But talking about loving what you do, I, um, I really, at this point in my life, I'm doing what I always wanted to do as a kid. Um, and I don't, I really don't know how that happened other than that. I just pursued that one day at a time. Um, I didn't, I didn't just get to this point. I worked for 20 years in education, but I loved everything I did every single day. Um, when I was a kid, there was this book and I, I have a copy of it uh, nearby right here. Hold on. Um, this book right here. <clears throat> It was a child craft book. Do you remember these, Jeff? We're, we're I do. Close I in, we're close yeah. in age, I think. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, close enough. Yeah, I remember those. Yep. Um, the child craft books. And in the very beginning of this book, um, one of my favorite pages, it says, fill your craft box. 
And it talks about all the things that you need to put in your, basically what it was, this was talking about making a makerspace before we called it a makerspace, right? And that was my life. I love this. I I had some um, cousins that I babysat in the summer. We would go through this book and make all these things. And I was, I was teaching them then I was being a teacher then I didn't even realize it. I was just, you know, walking through the process because I loved it. It was, it was something that just I was passionate about. Um, And as a grown up. I moved into teaching. That's what I did. Uh, I taught people how to do math uh, and make it fun and reading and make it fun and connect it back to this kind of learning. Um, and now when you see my home office, I've brought that into there. And it just it's, that's your home office in a book. Yeah, right? it, it, that this really is. This is not, I wish this was the original book that I had from my childhood, but I found this on eBay for three dollars. OK, um, I think my I think I think I had that book. I think we had yeah. that. My grandmother had it. Almost look, if you had a set of world book encyclopedias, you probably had you this. You probably too. had that. Yeah, we did. This was yeah. the this was the um expansion set for the what kids. <laughs> yeah, this was the yeah. Yeah, this was their version of of a child encyclopedia, I guess you will, but um I forget how many uh volumes there were in the Childcraft series, but man, there was there were so many great ones, but that was the one that I was drawn to. Um but I, I, you know, I want also want to. I like to be authentic. There were times that I didn't love what I was doing. Um, there were times where I worked for people who made life very difficult. There were times that I worked for people who did not um, like me to be a gay man um, in the work. They, I was told, I was ruining the, you know, reputation of the organizations that I worked for. Um, and there were times that I didn't love what I did. And so what I had to do was you know have make this mental list of what do i love and chase mm-hmm. after that and i and i had to make some tough decisions in my life um several times where i had to walk away from from things that weren't good for me so i could find and be involved with uh what i loved and those times were not easy there were times where i had to walk away from insurance where i had to walk away from steady income where i had to you know and i and but i knew at the end of the day i had to live a life that showed others that I was living a way that I believed and, 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 and doing what I loved. And sometimes that means walking away oh, from something that you, that you don't. I love that you went there and shared that because that that's just the truth. And there's probably some people that are watching or maybe mm-hmm. listening thinking, man, I loved what I did, but I don't right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And, you know, I think if you can take something away from what Judd shared is that you need to figure out what parts do you love and what's missing now and how do you mm-hmm. go find that? And it might not be something you can find tomorrow. Yeah, it might take a little bit to get there, you know, yeah. so I think that's absolutely um, I'll tell you, there's there's been a couple of times in my mind where I thought, OK, if I have to um, go back to waiting tables or work at a coffee shop or the bookstore until I can get back to what I wanted, um, that's the decision I would have to make. Mm-hmm. Um, it's and and I realized that not everybody can say that I don't have any children. So, I, you know, walking away from insurance just affected, you know, me at the time. Um, so I realized that that's a, an area of privilege that I, I had that other people don't. I'm not trying to shame anyone to, you know, leave or stay, whatever. Um, it's a tough decision um, to have to make that. But you know what? I realized that I'm at my best when I'm at my peace. And if you're not at peace with what you're doing, then you need to find a way to, to find that. Um, I know a lot of teachers right now are struggling immensely um, yeah. with, with, with staying in our profession. It is harder than ever right now. My niece is going to be a teacher and we were just talking Sunday afternoon 
And she asked me, is it worth it? And I had to sit there and, you know, I had to be honest with her and say that there are lots of things that are worth it, but there are lots of things that you're going to face that make it very difficult. Um, we had to have some, you know, hard conversations and I know it's hard. Um, uh, but at the end of the day, um, I know that the work that we as teachers do is worth it. Um, the fight is worth it. Um, and we have to just, you know, right now it's tough. It's tough. Um, I don't blame anybody for walking away right now. If they need to, to fall back and regroup and get themselves together and maybe come back one day. Um, I know, I know that's a lot of heavy talk for seven thirty-one in the morning. It's all right, man. I'm, um, I'm all right with it. It's true though. And it's, yeah, it's we, we, we acknowledge, acknowledge that. Yeah. Um, I, I, and back to what we were talking about earlier, um, play has the power to heal that. Um, and so find a job that allows you to be playful, to have playful experiences. And I'm not talking about a job that, um, you know, you know, where you're just sitting around playing board games all day, although that would be a great game. That would be a great, that would be a great, that would be a great, um, <laughs> that would be a great job. Um, that's not what we're talking about, but just a, a job that supports, um, your creativity, it supports you being yourself and your authentic self. Um, those are all forms of play um, that that we need in our workspaces. Find those spaces. And if you can't find those spaces, try to create it, you know, around where you are, where you live um, with your core group of people um, to help you get through whatever it is you're facing. Mm. I, Jed, I'm loving this this morning. I am um so excited for you to come and bring these types of messages to the conference. So yeah, uh, really excited about that. And I, and I hope people are, are listening to hearing that it's okay, that it's hard right now, that, that uh, it's okay to be questioning it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I encourage you to hear Jed's earlier words of finding what you do love in that. And, and that, that the work you're doing is important and you can continue fighting mm-hmm. and get through this. So um uh, I love it, Jed. So let's let's. Uh, I'm, we're going to transition now. We're going to go away from the the deep talk that you took us into. And so okay. yeah. No, we're going <laughs> to jump in. We're going to look at take a look at some holidays today. Some some uh, a, a little good news story, and then we'll get everyone off on their on their day today. Is that sound okay. like a good plan? It sounds like a plan. All right, we're going to get into uh, some good news. I need to find the right commercial. There we go. Welcome back to Daily Job, and Jet is dancing. I like I that like music. To see. <laughs> the one before the um, the brainstorm bank, the one that's got the claps. I always do the claps. Yeah. Thing. I feel like yeah. Ray and I always joke. It's kind of like the Friends clap, but it's not yeah. quite the same. But it gets not quite the that same. That one's dancing. I like. I like that. We might have to come here. You know what? Hold on, Jed. This is this is for you. So the funny was, part is that was like TikTok live is what that was. But, but the problem is the like, funny part is only me. I, I was the only one who got to see you. The whole oh, time. So I, it, I said, see, it said everyone can see and hear you. So I thought it well, was live. Oh, but when okay. I played a video, it goes over us, but I can see in, my, in the back okay. screen. So I saw you the whole time. Dancing. Yeah. Okay. Well, behind the scenes was awesome. So what I need, I need, I need, I need, a, I need a transparent bump, idea. That's what I need. Bump, bump. That was... <laughs> We need a transparent uh, video that goes over that with just the music to get Jed going. That's that's gonna be your like your uh, your entrance music to the conference. Oh, I love it. Yes, do that. Yeah. So um, one year I was I did a conference and they asked for um, 
walk-up music. Oh, did it really? Yeah, they ask every speaker for walk-up music. Mm, I can't. I'm trying to think of what I picked. I don't even know what I picked. That was years ago. I don't know, but yeah, y'all could do some walk-up music. I like we'll just, it. We'll do like some WWE entrance music and stuff. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> All right, so we have some holidays. So we always love to share holidays. Um, holidays yeah. are an opportunity for you to bring it up in a conversation with your with your friends, with your students, get things going. Um, and then a good news story. That's something that we always like to share. One, hopefully it puts a smile on your face, but also you can just take something away and share it with your colleagues or, or with your students and, and create that conversation. So a couple of holidays today. Nothing, um, none of those big holidays that you, that you hear <laughs> about, but some interesting ones. So one, we have Safer Internet Day. Uh-huh. Um, it doesn't give me much about that one. So just be safe on the internet, I guess. Just be safe on the internet. <laughs> um, this, is, this is an interesting one. So Extraterrestrial Culture Day. Oh, wow. So just so wondering about the, the lives that may exist in other galaxies. Celebrating E.T. and beyond. Yeah. You know what? That would be that would be a great way, a great day to let kids express their creativity. Um, oh, let's give, go there. Give, go there. Give them, uh, give them some recyclable materials. And say create uh, create an ET, create an extraterrestrial. What do you think they would look like? Mm. Do they have three mm. eyes and four heads? What do they look like? Um, I don't know. I, I, the the um, creative in me wants to make that happen. Um, mm. Or even so, you just if you don't have recycled materials, just give them some construction paper um, yeah. and some markers, and just say create create an alien. See what you come up with. What would they look like? What would they be doing? Right? What's yeah. Their, what would they be doing? What do they eat? And... What are the, which you know, think, um, which could lead you into what is your you know what kind of culture does your family have? Well, and, and what do you, you could do that. What would that look like in an alien form, right? Like, you know, like um, I don't know what grade level it is across the country, but I think in South Carolina, fifth grade is where you talk about civilizations, and sixth grade is ancient civilizations, and you have to know all about the um, you know the different characteristics of what makes a strong civilization. Mm -hmm. You could create an alien civilization based around that um, standard. Um, and, and bring all the, the buzzwords in that you need to, you know, that they would have need a, uh, a language, they would need a, a monetary system, they would need um, water and food, agriculture, um, mm -hmm. all those all those buzzwords from your standards, you could drop them right in there to your that. alien creation. There you I'm go. so glad you're here to make this yeah. valuable for everybody because <laughs> otherwise it's just me. Um, yeah. This is a good one. Uh, Jed, I think this is this is you and I are going to celebrate this today. It's laugh and get rich day. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to play our way to wealth. That's <laughs> so it yeah. says laugh yourself into yeah. better spirits and enrich uh... your health and happiness today. So I, I think, and based on that, 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 the little bit of line they get there, I yeah. think the get rich part they're thinking about is just a richer life, right? Not yes, necessarily wealth, definitely but, a which, richer which life. flows in everything we've been talking about today, right? In, in the laugh well, and the play and the, in the, whatever the not the, the serotonin but the other yeah. stuff you talked about yeah. the neurotransmitters the yeah like it's all it's all about a richer life yeah so i love that yeah. um that's that's also, so true i love that that is today because that, um that's perfect it is it is true um what laughter laughter does make and that like i said laughter is a form of play humorous play yeah. is 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 very uh, that's why comedy exists you know we love a mm. good movie that makes us laugh uh till our belly hurts um, it also, you burn calories while you're doing that. So mm -hmm. I, I just, I love that that's today because, um, in, in the playful classroom, we have a little, um, quiz where you can see what your play personality is. Okay. Um, and, and mine turned out to be a joker. Um, and it's very true. I do like to make people laugh. I like to, uh, see people having a good time to be cutting up, to be silly. 
Um, and and we've laughed a lot this morning. You we know, have I've burned some calories this morning. That's why I, I talked that. about. That's why I talked about poop. I knew it'd make you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> apparently at 39 i still laugh at poop every time i hear it if you <laughs> look if people don't laugh at poop look, i don't know why people don't laugh it's funny yeah, it's funny i feel bad for you if that's where your life is at um, yeah me too so two two more one is national kite flying day okay that's fine so get out there and fly a kite and then I, ho- um, I hope there's some wind in your area wherever you are if you got something special in your life and you've been thinking about this today is national propose day it's the day you should get down on one day and propose Okay. Well, when you said propose, though, I didn't think about marriage. I thought about, hey, um, if you've got a book idea, write that proposal, send it in to the publisher. There it is. Oh, I love yeah, that. That's a right. good take. If you, yes. if you got a proposal for, uh, you know, something for your at your work, you know, there's something cool you want to do on your grade level. Mm. Go to the boss and propose it. Yeah, it's, the propose has more than one meaning. I it probably does it say that it's talking about marriage. It it is yeah yeah P- particularly well, that one. But, but we don't have that. to. Let's spin that. It's a proposed day. That. What do you propose we do? We're gonna uh, make March first National Proposal Day because yeah. that's when we want you to put in your proposal for the conference. Oh okay, there you to go. Come I hang love out it. with Jed. So we, I we'll, love that. We'll take over that day. I'll, <laughs> I'll look into that. All right. So so I want to share a good news story. Um, this is an interesting one. So there's an Idaho man who just broke 52 world records in 52 weeks for the Guinness Book of World Records. Wow. Um, and what's really interesting is uh, he's a uh, STEM teacher who has did it all and started it as a way of showing his kids uh, and inspiring them to take on the difficult challenges that STEM projects can present. Yes. And so he started doing it and, and going through that. He now actually has 200 titles in the Guinness Book of World Records. Wow. Um, but he did in, in – was it in 20 – What's his, uh, does it say his name? Through 2021, he did it. Yeah, his name is David Rush. David Rush. I'm writing mm-hmm. that down on a sticky here. So technically today, so as of the today, NPR has uh, confirmed that Guinness has approved 43 of those 52. So that, but so he's a, he's an author, a speaker, Almost entertainer, sticky. and a STEM advocate from MIT. Um, and he wanted to help inspire kids to pursue STEM education mm-hmm. and not get discouraged and give up. Uh, so he has a YouTube channel. It features all, all sorts of stuff like QE slicing, um, juggling records he has. He's also he he has a record for the fastest 100 meter dash while juggling blindfolded. Oh wow! Longest time so he's juggling running, three objects. He's running 100 meters. He's blindfolded. Blindfolded and he's, and he's juggling. Wow! This man. I don't know how many other people have challenged. <laughs> he that, might right? be. He, it's no. It's no accident that you talked about that on extraterrestrial celebration day. He may <laughs> he be. Might from, be. He sounds otherworldly there. That's amazing. Yeah, and he said, uh, he said, STEM is hard, and when a student struggles with science or fails at math, they may say they can never uh, be an engineer, he wrote. Um, and he said, in 2015, I broke my first record to create a tangible example for kids to show that if you set your mind to a goal, believe in yourself, and pursue it with passion, you can accomplish nearly anything. Um, going on to break an average of one a week is an extension of that to inspire kids to pursue hard STEM subjects and anyone to pursue anything that's hard. <clears throat> Super wow. cool. Um, so yeah, he does have his, uh, his YouTube channel. Um, so it's David rush spelled like you would R U S S H. So super cool. And I think it's, there's a lot you can take away. I mean, there's, there's some play in there, some fun, uh, interesting one that he's done, but obviously there's a lot of inspiration in there of like, 
just fighting through and doing something. And, and the fact that he said his mind to going, you know, I'm going to do this to inspire my yeah. kids to do love these it. other things. I think it's really cool. So um, it could be fun to look up his videos, I'm sure, and share with the kids. I'm guessing they're all family friendly and kid, kid approved, but yeah. I haven't checked. So make sure you double check that. But and Shannon, some of the fun, you know, probably entertaining to watch, but also just I, thinking I teach, through what goes into that. I teach yeah. class at 925. I'm going to have to start my class with one of those. I'll have it. to look them up. So, yeah, I'm going to look it up as soon as we get done. That's a great, good news story. I love it's that. It's a good news story. Um, Jeff, it's, just, it's cool. Let me let me ask you something, Jeff. If you were going to break a world record, what record would you think that you had a shot at even breaking? I don't know that I know any of the records. So this one's probably beyond I mean, it, they're, most of them are just like anything you would. Oh, yeah. Anyway. yeah. Um, I, wow, that's a, that is a tough question. That's a tough question. My first thought was number of wing like chicken wings eaten in, in a certain oh, uh, sitting yeah. but I'm okay like, there's, some, there's someone that you know has like has some, eaten some numbers. ungodly amount yes. of chicken wings. Um, yeah. i'm like what else is there like i'd love to do like you know number of dogs pet oh yeah that would be great like just a room full of yeah. like ten thousand dogs and i'm gonna and you just pet them all i'm gonna pet them all like within like an hour or something with yeah, something like that like i'm just like <laughs> But but into that I'm just smacking dogs and that's not going to work. Well. So I'm not going to like love on each one of them. I want to break the world record for hours uh, spent sitting on a beach. Mm. I thought. See, I thought you were going to say. I think you'd do well with that one. I thought yeah. you were going to say like hours spent coloring or something like that. Oh no, like, that of course. Yeah, like I would love number to. of pages colored in a book or you know. I would love oh, that. Would be a good one. I like that. Number of do, number of doodles. Number of number doodles doodle. created Ooh, in a lifetime. Yeah, that would be fun. Um, no, I, I said that about the beach is because I know if I was sitting on the beach all that time, I would be reading mm. and, and I love, I love to read. Um, I, 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 I love to read. I'm in kind of a reading funk right now. I think it's because I'm full on writing the book and you know, when I'm away from writing, I don't want to look at words anymore. <laughs> I get it. Totally get it. I, I'm longing for March 1st to get here so that I can get back into so my Read, so, read, 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 read. so to break that record, you'd have to like you'd have to stay in that chair through the like you'd have to sleep there. Yeah, I'd do it. Jed, you'd probably have to poop there. You'd have to figure. I mean, luckily you're on sand, so just to hold it to the side. <laughs> just dig a little. <laughs> you have two different chairs, right? One you chair's know, got a I hole. Love, I love Jeff that you went there. I love that. Uh, that makes me I, look. I've achieved my goal today because I've made I've made your day playful from the beginning. It is playful. Yes, it's been good. Um. I believe in you. I think you can accomplish that. I wonder if yeah. anybody's done that. That's got to be something that someone's done, right? I mean, there's so hours many. Hours on the beach? Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, and I'm sure somebody's eating those chicken wings, too. I, I'm, I'm, You know what? I used to be obsessed with checking out the Guinness World Book, World Book of Records when I was in really? school. Really? Yeah, every time I went to the library, that was the book I wanted to do check you, out. Do you know why that, where that came from, where the Guinness Book of World Records came from? I don't. I don't. No. So it was, it was invented by Guinness, like the beer company. Oh, really? As a I way didn't of know get, that. As a way of getting people to sit at a bar and drink more beer because they were looking at records and so, so trivia and all that like trivia came from that type of stuff like it was no a marketing way. point that's amazing marketers ruin everything or sometimes create great things that's <laughs> like, a that is a great I, that is a great thing i love it you know i remember as a kid one of the um things i was so fascinated with um it was when they would show like the world's longest fingernails or the oh, world's cool. longest yeah. beard you know, or the like, uh, anything to do with the body, like you know, like when somebody had like the twenty foot beard, mm -hmm. I was like, man, that's commitment. You know, it's yeah. one thing to say I'm going to break the world record for like petting the most dogs because that's something you go and you do and it's over. 
But if you have a 20 foot beard, I mean, you like lugging that thing around every day for like your whole life, you know? Um, Absolutely. I wanted to look it up. It's not, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a world, a Guinness book of world records, but in 2018, competitive eater Molly Schuler consumed 501 chicken wings in 30 minutes. What? Did, Apparently did she, there's a chicken wing bowl. So did she like, I need, I need details. I'm going to look that up. Did she like clean the bone or did she just like nick one? You know, did she just like, um, well, there's, there's video of it. She's a, only a 127-pound woman, too. Like, and she ate 530 minutes. Yeah, so there's a video. If, like, if you type that in, I typed in the... Uh, I'll be looking at it, too. And it, there's several videos of her. Them. So you'll be able to go see. Um, there's another video for your class. Okay, I'm looking <laughs> that up, too. Um, Listen, I don't... I wouldn't normally go here, but I'm going to go here because you're on screen with me. But, like... Yeah. Check to make sure Ray's not here watching me, like... I gotta assume some poop came after that. I'm just saying. Just saying. Oh, I'll be seriously. <laughs> just Ray, saying. Ray is gonna watch this, and she's not gonna let me come back on the show because of that, Jeff. She's Chad, gonna, if I know Ray, here, look, I was talking about serotonin. I was talking about brain science, neuroscience, and now you have you have led us to wings and Listen, I love it. I love. If it. I know Ray, she'll fire me before she doesn't let you come back on. So okay, you're probably okay, safe. Good. I'm don't no, I don't want. To, I don't need you to be <laughs> fired either. Um. I okay. Hope I, laugh, I hope people are laughing out there. Look, here's the point of all of this conversation about poop: is that your life needs to be more playful. Everybody, take a breath, relax. It's okay to talk about those. It's okay. It's okay. We're laughing. We're cutting up. We're having a good time. And you know what? It's almost time for people to start teaching. It so. is. And I think I think we are at a point. This is a great spot to end. I think we're yeah, end with that. It I is. love that message at the end. Jed, thank you so much for coming on, <laughs> making us laugh this morning, sharing play with us. And we also had some there, – there was just so many takeaways throughout this entire show of examples you can use in your classroom, with your colleagues, um, in your own life. So excited about the book. Uh, best of luck for you for the next – three weeks give or take as you finish up the your third book that's yep. awesome we will see you in october at the conference if you haven't got your registration come hang out with jed uh it is teachbetterconference.com and you can get a hundred dollars off right now and ray will be back live tomorrow morning um probably not talking about poop but we'll see <laughs> you know it's, it's you never know what's gonna happen so we'll see what happens <laughs> i'm sorry i couldn't help it jed i appreciate it I'm crashing tomorrow's show. I'm gonna <laughs> if it, at least show up in the comments, right? Setting um, setting a reminder on my phone right now. So I, <laughs> I love it. You guys have an amazing uh, day. Go change the lives of, of kids and teachers everywhere. Yeah. We appreciate you, Jed. I appreciate you. Everyone have an awesome one. Thank you guys. See ya.